0: Following is a Tony Lasano podcast, an OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Mission Man, Man with Rick and Dave, and welcome to another uh, episode of our famed podcast, Minutia Men, with uh, Rick Kempfer and Dave Stern. It's our forty-fifth episode, and and while the world is a technological marvel, and I'm I'm able to uh, perform my portion of this show in Mount Prospect, yeah. and Dave is in chicago uh we have learned that there are limits to technology
1: uh if the listeners could possibly imagine what we have gone through over the last two hours to try to get this (laughs) podcast on the air
0: but i will say Uh, this i will say this there have been moments of gold
1: oh my god it's been (laughs) some fantastic stuff that the world will never hear it's the lost minutia men tapes
0: they'll never hear it and 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 there's a lot of really good swearing if, you, yep. if you, you, know, you know what? For our Christmas party this year, when we do our uh, annual Minutiaman Christmas party, uh, we, we'll uh, do that outtakes thing forever for the whole staff. Bloopers, yeah, bloopers, exactly. So anyway, we're we're here, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna plow through here, doggone it! And I Definitely. think that this is about as good as we're gonna sound, and we're just gonna hope that, uh, dear Lord, internet stays with us for whatever amount of time is required to provide you the minutia we have prepared
1: yeah we don't know how much yeah we, just like life we don't know how much time we're going to have but let's make the most of it let's carpe podcast diem right now <laughs> that's right okay uh, uh, all right yeah, you got a jingle let's Ready? do the go, jingle go, 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 hey, go hang hang do on, the hang. jingle all right here we go this week's minutia with rick and dave go hotel where staff saved guests life Gets rated terrible on TripAdvisor by family member. Okay? Okay. A quick thinking barman at the Carrington Arms yes, in England. Hello. Hello. Uh, uh, near Milton Keynes. I don't know. Is that a town? I don't know. A uh, quick thinking barman at Carrington Arms came to the rescue of a young woman who was having a heart attack and managed to keep her alive until the ambulance arrived. Okay, that's good, right, Rick? Absolutely. Uh, he and his colleagues quickly became the subject of glowing praise from most of the ill woman's family, except for one grumpy ass who <laughs> was pissed for a breakfast that she felt was she was overcharged, and she left a shitty review on TripAdvisor.
0: <laughs> and how much was that breakfast?
1: Sixteen pounds. In her defense, that's a lot. When you do the math, that's a lot of money for breakfast. Yeah, I mean, what do you uh, get for that? Some crumpets? Yeah, right. Some
0: tea? Uh, what are they? Blood sausages? What do, you, what do they eat uh, in England for breakfast?
1: Uh, intestines. Isn't that what blood sausage is? Isn't that intestine? Intestines?
0: I don't know. If it's got sausage on it, I'll eat it.
1: Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, so the exasperated owner of the Carrington arms uh, said this, I love this quote. Because I, I'm in, I I didn't see the video. I'm just reading it. She died twice during the ordeal. He said, what the hell do you have to do to get a good review? <laughs> what the bloody hell? <laughs> right. Exactly. This get, you know, uh, well, they, I think they use the, they use the C word in England quite a bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they say they? shite a lot. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So that's it. Everybody's well. got a. Gr- Everybody's got a grumpy relative. You've got one. Who's your grumpy elephant or uh, elephant relative? Who would be your grumpy relative that would leave a bad review on TripAdvisor if the barkeeper saved your life?
0: Uh, my grandmother. My, she's think? no longer with us, but my grandmother was
1: never happy. Yeah, was my grandfather. Happy. My grandfather, too, was really cranky. Granted, he had to leave Germany in 1939 and f- he had fled to Shanghai because he was Jewish. Yeah. So he may have had, a, you know, he didn't, you know. He had some issues. Don't get me wrong.
0: Yeah. yeah. And Uh, and my grandmother also (laughs) uh, gave birth in a uh, labor camp.
1: Right. (laughs) So, you know, (laughs) that'll make it cranky. Yeah. No problem. Um, So what I did is I went on TripAdvisor and I found places like, you know, places that everybody loves. Okay. And I tried to find negative reviews on TripAdvisor for these wonderful places. Do you want to hear some of them?
0: So your premise is that there will be bad reviews of every place in the world, no matter what.
1: Absolutely. Okay. I think that you're going to find you're going to find my grandfather, your grandmother, and evidently this family member. Review. Okay. Uh, all right.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the, this moment of silence. Oh shit. That's all right. All right. You're back there. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, we're, we're plowing on. We're going to keep, this is, this is good attitude, Rick. Have you met, have we met before?
1: You know what? This is gregarious effervescent. Dave, have you ever met? No. Have you ever met me? Okay. This is a whole new thing.
0: You know what? If, if, if the two of us got on TripAdvisor, we would never leave a bad review.
1: Although I would leave a bad review to that, that hotel that we stayed at in Phoenix. Do you remember that place? Oh
0: my gosh. The one that had the yeah. abortion
1: clinic across the street. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that was, that was horrible. It was always was, fun.
0: I, it was always fun coming home uh, after a night of uh, like, you know, going to a baseball game, a spring training game, coming home and seeing giant unborn fetus posters.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, Unborn Phoenix was your seventh album, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: that's right. That's right.
1: All right. Golden Gate Bridge. You've been to the Golden Gate Bridge?
0: I have. Spectacular.
1: Okay. Well, not to this person. (laughs) It's a bridge. It's covered in fog. It's pointless. Buy a postcard. You'll see more. Okay? This is what bitchy guy. In fairness
0: to that guy, that's pretty much exactly what you said (laughs) about the Grand Canyon uh, last week.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll give. All right. Fine. All right. We'll give that guy the Golden Gate Bridge. All right. Um, Versailles, the Palace of Versailles. Yes. Okay. You ever, a, have you peace, been there? The
0: peace treaty in 1919 after World War One, was signed there.
1: Right. When the, the, the well, what, oh, it's which, something which else. Led to,
0: which led to World War II.
1: Yeah, and which led to the White Sox throwing the World Series in 1919.
0: Oh, yeah. Boy, that 1919, not a good year.
1: Uh, Palace of Versailles. Have you ever been there? I have. You like it?
0: Well, it's it's beautiful. Spectacular. The gardens are amazing.
1: Here is a review on TripAdvisor. The last proprietor had his head chopped off for stealing from the people. Time to bring out the guillotine again. (laughs) One quiche, quiche, two croissants, side orders of crisps, and mashed potatoes, followed by three chocolate eclairs, and two coffees set us back a staggering 46 bucks. Okay?
0: You know, that doesn't sound that outrageous to me. Am I wrong?
1: No, actually, you're right. A quiche... I mean, I don't know, 12 croissants. Bucks. Yeah. Coffee actually, is right. really
0: expensive in Europe.
1: You're got Americans can really be, you know, let them eat cake. It, good one. Uh, I, brought that, right. I
0: brought that. I, I brought that one. Transported that one in from the 1789. Thank you. <laughs>
1: uh, okay. Mayan rule. Mayan ruins. Have you ever been to Tulum, Mexico? I have not. Will not. Okay. My favorite review. Tulum. Shmulam. <laughs> Seen. <laughs> Seen better, more interesting ruins in Detroit and the Bronx. Okay, I'm Henny Youngman. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, the Roman Colosseum, right? Oh my yeah. God, how long? How long has it been around? Two thousand years? I don't know. More what, than that, eh? that? yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shoddily maintained and poorly organized. <laughs> Do not see. Apparently, Rome has not yet discovered building maintenance. Wow. The, Colise- the Coliseum was very down and did not have any refreshment stands or cleaning crew of any kind.
0: I mean, seriously, Americans are
1: embarrassing. We're yeah, embarrassing. We were, yeah. Uh, did you ever, you know, Dane, remember the, the, when Dane and his family went to, I think it was Slovakia, wasn't it? Or yeah, yeah. Uh, and there was a, a a catapult in a park. Basically, it was a catapult, like an old catapult, I guess. Yeah. And Dane's brothers figured out that it was still working. <laughs> You're kidding? And, I'm not kidding. And um, one of them, I don't know if it was Rich or Scott, got on the like the saddle or whatever. And the other brother like cranked it and he like flew not not like he didn't flow he didn't fly
0: <laughs> i mean uh, you, you've 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 crapped out again but happy rick is just going to point out that uh that that sounds like it was an episode of america's funniest home video <laughs>
1: uh, or there should be funny uh, am i back by the way yeah you're back you're back uh, funniest rude american home videos <laughs> I, exactly uh so what I was saying before the internet cracked us out is that one of the brothers got on the little saddle. Yeah. And the other one cranked it up and the guy and the and the the saddle brother went like not five hundred feet, but like I don't know, three feet or four <laughs> feet.
0: <laughs> that is pretty funny though. <laughs> yeah. So are those all your trip Advisor reviews that you have for us?
1: Uh let me check. Uh I did Golden Gate Bridge, right? Yeah, uh, I think I think, look, I, I think
0: we have enough. We have enough. We oh, better move on. The,
1: no, the Sphinx. Oh, okay. The Sphinx, the Sphinx is tiny, covered in litter, and next to a McDonald's. They must use Photoshop to blow it up, and I was very disappointed. Oh, the Leaning Tower Pisa. You've been to the Leaning Tower Pisa, right?
0: Uh, I have, but I'm I'm curious uh, about the McDonald's next to the Sphinx yeah i don't what they what kind of i mean do they have any
1: special they, treats there i i don't know do they what is the sphinx is it a man dog or something what is it is it like a a man lion yeah is that what it is it's uh, uh, it's like goose um the leaning tower pizza yes i've been it there. just it just looks silly <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it does <laughs> right. that, that is an accurate description <laughs> imagine a magician with just one trick or a tv with only one channel if you find this exciting and worth a trip then go see this poorly built leading tower of pisa so uh wow you have you have a leaning tower of pisa story don't you
0: i do i do i you know i, I still blame the leaning tower of pisa for my fear of heights and i'll just tell the story briefly um we went there when I was a kid. I was a teenager. We lived in Germany at the time. So we would go to a lots of places like Pisa and my, my little brother is seven years younger than me. And I think I was about 15 or so. So he was eight and we went to the leaning tower of Pisa and At that time, you could go to the top, and they had no railings or anything around the uh, If you look at the Pisa Tower, you can see that you can stand on these balconies, and there were no railings on them. We made it all the way to the top of the Leaning Tower of Pisa, and my brother, who was eight years old at the time, walked all the way to the edge of the Leaning Side and looked over the edge, looking down. And I had this palpable fear that he was about to die right in front of me and i, I must admit part of the part of my fear was that i was going to be blamed for it somehow <laughs> yeah it was like i okay. swear to god the <laughs> idiot just looked over and fell i swear to god
1: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you that know was what was i mean funny. i was no, thinking absolutely. that but i was
0: scared shitless and i was afraid to say anything at all because i thought it would jostle him or make him nervous and then he would take that moment to just like what what (laughs) and i have had nightmares about the friggin leaning tower of pisa ever since then and i still have a fear of heights if i if i go anywhere that doesn't have a railing and there's like a a drop-off on the other side i am petrified that something will happen.
1: Have you ever swatched the videos on YouTube of these Russian teenagers that are daredevils? Have you ever seen this? And they climb up to the top of these buildings um, with, like, selfie sticks, and they, like, hang off the sides of these... Uh, the- no, I do, will not watch that. You still there? Yeah, the videos are cool. um, but, But... Your, your palms start to sweat so yeah all right move move on let's go okay
0: <laughs> here's another one for you um, some minutia this also takes place in England Dave this is a, a, a story that I guarantee you you will be interested in a pothole which has been plaguing villagers has been given a birthday cake because it has been causing problems for so long now imagine that you have a pothole on your street like Vani who lives in nottingham in england okay Vonnie has a pothole in her front yard it has been there in her front street it has been there for so long that she sarcastically put a birthday cake next to it and and a couple of candles and i'll read you a couple of quotes from Vonnie. I nearly put three candles on because I thought uh, that might be pushing it. It's dangerous for people who drive, who cycle because if you come to a pothole, you have to swerve out in the road, which makes it unsafe for
1: everyone. Hey, can I ask?
0: Yeah. You can ask, uh, but hopefully you're you will have some audio on your end and that will help you ask. So now Dave is uh, now Dave Go is going to fade back in and ask something. Go ahead.
1: Okay. All right. Am I back? I am back. You are back. Um, you used Southern England accent when you just did that. <laughs> Shouldn't that have be been the Northern a- English accent you should
0: use? Well, where is Nottingham, Mr. Smarty Pants? Do you know where <laughs> Nottingham is? Maybe Southern <laughs> English accent is the correct s- accent.
1: Okay. Well, our, well, everybody knows Vonnie is from the North. Okay, fine. You trans- be that way. way. You be <laughs> that uh, way. But what,
0: the reason I bring up the pothole story, Dave, Yeah. is because you are the owner and proprietor of something that I thought was a really stupid idea a few years ago. And you proved me wrong. Tell the pe- and, Tell the people the story if you can.
1: All right, For our listeners, um, this is what, three years ago?
0: Three years ago. I'll finish the word that ended. Uh, yes,
1: three years ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> really? Oh, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to just say half of words <laughs> and you just finish them, okay? No, no, uh, keep going. Jerry... Atric, you should have said geriatric. I'm just.
0: Oh no,
1: you can't fake it now. That's gonna. That is gonna really mess everything up. Uh, All right. So three years ago, we had a horrible pothole uh, uh, epidemic here in Chicago. Right? You remember? Right. Terrible. Right. So what I thought would be funny, and it started as um, a website that you could actually register a pothole in somebody's name, and I would send you a really nice official looking certificate like naming a star right yeah. you know how you, like name, gen- you name like a star? the
0: star registry
1: right the international pothole registry yeah so that so that was my initial idea and then when i started to you know build the website and i started to think about it, i'm like well why don't we make pothole earrings and why don't we make you know quarter bags of pothole like marijuana you yeah. know so it turned into this inventory of like 32 different items <laughs> that and, and it was it was very funny on the website, very well received. But when somebody bought something, I had to freaking make it.
0: And we, you know? and they did buy stuff. In uh, fact, oh they God. bought quite a few that that winter we were selling potholes
1: out the yin. Yeah, exactly. And uh, the, the worst thing to make were the pothole snow domes, because I had to figure out how to put the little rocks in the stone dome container. Yeah. And that was a pain in the ass. Quite yeah. frankly, and um, and that's why they're like fourteen ninety five on the website because I don't want to do any more of them. And
0: I will admit that when Dave came to me with this idea, I thought it was the dumbest idea he ever had, and that's saying something.
1: Oh. <laughs> hey, what is that supposed to well, be? Well,
0: I'm just saying you have a lot of ideas. Yeah, right, as you right. can tell by your 32 products that are now on the bottle right. store.com. Right. Yeah. But this thing really caught on. And Dave was on WGN television, you were on WGN radio, you were on WLS, and, I, I, and you were on newspapers, you were in the Tribune, uh, th- page
1: 3 above the fold, motherfucker. Yeah, that's okay, you can say it. Okay, uh, yeah. Um my my it's a podcast uh, baby. The uh my claim to fame is that I was on the cover of the montreal gazette because montreal they were pissed because they felt their potholes were worse than chicago's potholes and we were getting all the pothole credit basically
0: <laughs> well so. your next pothole registry uh whatever you call them your certificate needs to go to nottingham Nottinghamshire county council and i will get you the name of Vani and uh and make sure you send her one will you I do would, that for me sh-
1: with the official seal. Yeah. All right, let's go. Do we have another jingle? Let's go.
0: Uh, no more jingles. Uh, well, still, well, let's, let's do this one.
1: Uh, this week's minutia with Rick and Dave. Okay, you got
0: any more minutia for
1: us, Dave? Hey, do you know who Shia Labouf is? Is that our minutia? I do. He's okay. uh, he's an actor. Right. Okay. Next story. Now, um, he has a new movie. He has a movie out. It's called Man Down. Have you ever heard of it? I heard that it's not doing very well. Well, it's especially not doing very well in England. Guess how much it grossed last.
0: I'm going to guess you were going to say last night or last week. Last weekend. Last weekend. Oh, see, that was wrong. That was wrong. Okay. okay. Last week. I'm going to say uh, it grossed a thousand dollars, which is embarrassing.
1: Seven pounds.
0: So, oh, right, pounds. Yes. 7. 7 that, that would be like one, one ticket, one ticket one
1: person one ticket
0: one ticket one ticket
1: yeah. uh and uh, maybe
0: it was Vani it might have been she you know could've, she's upset about that pothole it might have been the uh it might have been the trip Advisor guy you know you
1: the cranky the cranky guy that yeah it could um, it
0: could have been the guy who saved lives he was trying to save this movie <laughs>
1: But he didn't do very well. Yeah. Worst movie you've ever seen, Rick. Tell me, what is it?
0: For me? Meet, yeah. Meatballs 3.
1: That was bad. That was bad. Um, I think First Family with Bob Newhart was my worst.
0: Oh, my God. That was unbelievably horrible.
1: Yeah. I that saw was, that. Uh, I,
0: I went to that with such high hopes and expectations because I love Bob Newhart. And it was a comedy. Gilda Radner. Gilda Radner, right. God, that was uh, such an awful
1: movie. Yeah, that was that was a god awful movie. So, so one person, I would. I'm trying to find out who that one person is. Maybe we'll have them on the air next uh, week, and maybe they'll have better audio. What okay. do you think about that?
0: I think that's All great. Right. It's time for right. our our next feature, which is called. I think. Well, what's it called? Time now for a collection uh, of cub geekness. This is just one bad century with Rick and Dave. See the the trick is uh, when I, I when I'm quiet, I know, I know, then I'm playing know, the audio. I know, I know. I, There's just, so many layers here. I, I, can't, I can't do this. <laughs> anymore. We're
1: like juggling eight balls in the air. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hold on for a second. Uh, United two twenty-seven. <laughs> you're cleared for takeoff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, lesser professionals couldn't do this.
1: I know. Could I know. not do
0: I, it. I right, tell your fucking
1: story. You're Your big old, this better All be right. good. What is- this is good. All right.
0: Okay. We're going to go back to 1973 in Cubs history this week, okay? Because uh, on April 6, 1973, Tony La Russa played in his very last game in the major leagues, and it was as a member of the Chicago Cubs. It yeah. was his only appearance in a Cubs uniform. It was the ninth inning. The score was two to one. Okay, two to know. one. I'm going to run through the ninth inning for you. all right? Joe. Pe- these are these are the Cubs of our youth. All right, we're talking. Uh, here's the batting order: Rick Monday, Jose Cardenal, uh Billy Williams, Joe Pepitone, Ron Santo, Glenn Beckert, uh, Randy Huntley, Don Kessinger, and Fergie Jenkins. It was the last year that group was together. Ninth inning. Pepitone, Pepitone singles to center. And the uh, Montreal Expos brought in one of their outfielders. So they had five men in the infield. Cleo James comes in to run for Pepitone. Santo reaches on an error. Okay, now you've got men on first and second. Here comes Tony Larusa's big moment. Tony Larusa, mm-hmm. who is a backup infielder for the Cubs, is brought in to run for Ron Santo. All right? Mm-hmm. Beckert walks. Now they bring a sixth infielder in all right now they're leading two to one they bring in their closer mike marshall Mm -hmm. mike marshall is pitching you've got six infielders and the cubs have the bases loaded all right you ready I, i know that you're not there but i'm gonna i'm gonna carry on i am i i like your your fadey you're Fady, but I'm gonna, we're going to go with it. I'm I'm not okay. stopping, damn it! I'm telling this goddamn story. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead, and tell it. Tell it. Right. So the bases are loaded. There are yeah. no outs. Yeah. The Cubs uh, coming up. Uh, let's see here. We've got uh, Hundley and 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 uh, and Kessinger. They both okay. make outs. All right. Oh, damn it. Okay, go on. Kessinger flies to left. All right. All right hickman comes in and bats for the pitcher jim hickman jim hickman right jim hickman. yeah um he is called out on strikes so this is that's the second out right? that's the second out um i gotta find the result <laughs> all right, here we go all right that brings up rick monday all right base is loaded yeah. Yeah. tony Larusa yeah. on third base okay. as a pinch runner right yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Go. Uh,
1: <laughs> Tell me.
0: <laughs> Rick Monday is walked. The tying the the winning run comes in and scores. Tony Larusa is the one who scores it. After oh. the game, he sent back to the minor leagues. He never plays in the big leagues again. And he eventually becomes a manager and is now in the Hall of Fame as a manager. But as a player, he had only one moment.
1: Um. Did you ever tell the story on this podcast about your Tony La Russa brush with fame?
0: No. We got to save it. His name is in that jar.
1: Okay. All right. All right. Speaking of the jar. Oh, wait, wait. We got to do an audio.
0: Now I'm playing. I'm going to play some audio. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. Okay, this is a part of the show where Dave reaches his hand into the Costco jar, pulls out a name, and I have to tell the story of having met that person. <laughs> the timing is just so perfect on this uh
1: kevin costner
0: okay did you say that name once before no Oh. okay good oh were you reaching no. in looking for the name okay I ran the jingle okay uh the name is kevin costner all right so here's my kevin costner story you ready yes okay thank you <laughs> kevin costner this was 1980. 1980- I want to say it was 1988. I had just I had been Stephen Geary's producer for a very short time, less than a year. And I found in uh we had like this celebrity phone book and Kevin Costner's name was in there. It was in the celebrity phone book cuz he had been in town um uh, doing the movie the untouchables the summer before and i know that uh my predecessor roman had tried to get kevin costner on the show and had made some contacts and had found out where kevin costner's office was but was unsuccessful in getting him on the show he ended up uh, appearing on brammeyer's show instead so i just decided to make this call because you know Kevin Costner's name is there. I thought well, let's give him a call. And this is right when you know, right before Field of Dreams came out. He was a he was a big deal. Do you remember how big he was at that time?
1: Oh yeah, I mean he, um...
0: yeah, <laughs> he was. I know you're gonna what you were thinking to say is he was really big at that time, and he was. He was he was huge. So <laughs> huge. <laughs> so I picked up the phone and I called. Kevin Coster. Okay. All right. And it's, Hello, it Mr. Coster. It, was, uh, like it, it wasn't a home number. It was like his office number. It, I forget what the production company was called. Actually, I remember what the production company was called, but I'm not going to give out that name just in case it's still his production company because he answered the phone. And, and how, did he like,
1: an- how did he answer it? Hello. Hello. Hello.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hi. Uh, is this uh, Blank Productions? Yes, it is. Uh, is this Kevin Costner? <laughs> yes. Oh, hi. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> hi, wow. I'm, uh, I'm I'm calling from Chicago. I'm with the uh, Stephen Gary show. Uh, you know, you were in town last year filming uh, The Untouchables. Did you ever get a chance to hear the show? Oh, yeah, I heard the show. Funny show. Two guys, yeah. right? Wacky humor. <laughs> yeah, that's us. I, I said, any way I can get you on the phone uh, to come on the show today? He goes, no, I'm not going to do that show. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, nice talking to you. All right. See you later. And that is my entire Kevin Costner story. The reason I put (laughs) that, that name in the bowl for you is because that is the only time in my entire history of trying to book guests that I got a Hollywood movie star like that by accident. And and they answered the phone by themselves. And that was the only time I had actually been turned down directly by the movie star himself instead of some, you know, BS. Lacky, yeah. Right. Like, oh, he'd love like to you. do the show. Yeah. Like like me. <laughs> like right. I have to do. Uh,
1: well, that's nice. Um, Kevin Costner kind of fallen off the map a little bit, hasn't
0: he? Yeah. I bet you if I made that call today, he'd come yeah, on you- the Rick and Dave show.
1: <laughs> With better audio. Oh, I'm, I'm sure he's he would. Great. His fancy production company would have really good headphones and shit.
0: I bet he would love to hear four out of every, every five of your words.
1: <laughs> uh, is that what we were, we were doing about 80%? Yeah, think?
0: we're about 80%. Hey,
1: 80% of a minutiae man is still better than 3% of podcasts out there, I think. Don't you? I I agree. And if you like Minutia
0: Men, if you like four-fifths of Minutia Men with (laughs) Rick and Dave, be sure to check out some of the other programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network, which some of them, I hear, they go five for five. Like five out of every of their five words you can hear.
1: (laughs) Well, Artie Quitter. Artie Quitter. Artie Quitter. That's a good Uh, one. uh, He's great, and he's been hitting it out of the park lately. Over the last three weeks, great shows.
0: Great talk radio isn't dead. It's just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. To find out more about Rick and Dave, check out Eckhart's Press.com, Chicago Author Solutions.com. And if you'd like to reach us, you can drop us a line at Minutia Podcast at Gmail.com. Special thanks to Executive Producer Tony Lasana with Opi Productions. Distributed by Ed Silla of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Skype, uh, we'd like to tell you to go fuck
1: yourself. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: And, and we'll be back again next week with another episode of.
1: But do shot. Ben.
0: The preceding was a presentation of the radio misfits podcast network. Find our other great shows on iTunes. Stitcher radio. And at radiomisfits.com Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions.
1: Tony, can you shut up?
0: No, you can't fake it now. That's gonna—that oh, okay. is gonna really mess everything up.